Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50% to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. You found Atomic Android Radio. Hello and welcome to In Universe, where we talk the ins and outs of our favorite fiction universe. I'm Adam. I'm Andrew. And today we're joined by Phil, better known as Tuloth the Barbarian, the builder of characters, and also in Elden Ring. <laughs> that's a cool title. Yeah, um, it, you, you could talk now. That's me. Uh, <laughs> that's you. So I don't want to be this guy right away. It's Barbarian. Oh. It's a portmanteau of Barbarian and librarian you didn't get the portmanteau dude i love a portmanteau but i've i've never this has happened with every single person i have ever collaborated with (laughs) i I nobody sees the second r i think i've clocked on to it when reading your name because like i think my brain goes that doesn't look right but i don't know what's wrong with it uh but i never I never clocked on that it was a portmanteau. I'm dyslexic, so I just... got That that wasn't my intent, but yeah, my name does kind of bully the dyslexic community. (laughs) So I am sorry. Speaking of the name, uh, you might have said established this somewhere in your videos, but um, as we discovered, I haven't watched too many of them that haven't. You don't have to uh, tell them that. <laughs> that, yeah, have that was off recording. You don't tell us. You don't have to self-report here. <laughs> but uh, I, well, I I might be doing it by accident, so I want to give myself that cushion. Sure. Um, where where's the name come from? Uh, so too long. It's just uh, in Xanathar's Guide to Everything. There's a list of human names. Mm-hmm. and i rolled and i that was a name <laughs> um which was exciting um but uh the barbarian thing is i was asked to join a campaign mm-hmm. and the the D campaign 
and I was like, okay, what is everyone playing? And it was like ranger, sorcerer, rogue, druid. And I'm like, oh, okay. So you have everything except strength and intelligence, which happens a lot. Mm-hmm. I've noticed like the last thing people want to play is strength or intelligence. Every once in a while, you'll get someone who wants to be a wizard. This was also before artificer was a thing. So like there was only one intelligence class, wizard. Um, and the only like strength intelligence mix that really works is eldritch knight mm-hmm. uh the fighter archetype and i didn't want to do that because yeah. I, was like, I don't i don't want to just do the eldritch knight thing so i was like what if i made a high intelligence barbarian that rules and well it, it didn't rules. work out it, it's not <laughs> the best uh, i also chose the worst barbarian subclass which is path of the storm uh, and I chose the worst path of the storm one, which was the ice one, uh, because <laughs> my character concept was sort of a Jekyll Hyde Hulk mm-hmm. type thing, where like it's a mild mannered yeah. librarian who was possessed by a frost giant. Um, so when I would rage, it would be the spirit of the frost giant coming out. Um, but that's how I also balanced like strength and intelligence is, you know, just a guy who was yeah. like cataloging artifacts in the spine of the world where like a bunch of frost giants used to live and then touch the wrong thing and now you don't ever want to touch the wrong thing yeah uh he just wants to murder stuff a lot but he's not evil so he wants to find things to point the murder giant at that are bad and (laughs) that's murdered um so monsters and the like Mm -hmm. So yeah, it didn't work out super good. If I were to redo it, I would probably basically make Funky Kong, uh, which- <laughs> if, Hell yeah! If you're not familiar with my channel, the episode is titled How to Get Naked in D&D. Yeah, I was, spoiler I was really at the confused end. about what character you were actually doing that one, because it's a, it's a secret. And he just it's a secret about, until the end. So I just yeah, spoiled it no for all armor. of you. Um, my shirt is off in that one, so if there is one to watch um i mean yeah look uh, that's not a bad choice right that's not a bad choice <laughs> you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying a lot of people paying top dollars for that. so that's, that's <laughs> why i'm too locked with barbara that rules i do enjoy like making like basing your whole internet persona on a character you seem like you kind of regret yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's pretty good i mean i think a big misconception is that I am good at D&D and have been playing it for a long time. Oh, yeah. That that seems to be the case with a lot of um, D&D influencers on uh-huh. the internet that people just sort of assume, oh, these are the best people at D&D. Right. And not just like me who love the hobby and want to talk about it. Right. That's the really frustrating thing. How are you good at D? Like D&D is a game where you play with your friends. Your friends are having fun. You're good at the game. You would yeah. like, think that. Like, but acting is can be fun, I've, so that's fine. But it just doesn't seem like a game you can win. So I, I've done, like a, a, like, a sign curve of growth. You know, if you're familiar with, like, the concept of, like, the less you know about something, the more likely you are to think right. you're an expert kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I have been, like, the person who, like, has played D&D for a year and was like, let's start a YouTube channel. I've played D&D for a year. I should start a D&D YouTube channel. That's what I should do. By the way, if any of you are like, oh, I want to start like making stuff, but I don't know if I'm like the expert in the field enough (laughs) to do it. Just just start it. Just do it. 
Just do it. Yeah, go for it. Live your so I was like, self. That's where I was like, I'm an expert. And then I was like, oh, I don't know how extra attack works. I'm not an expert. And then it like goes back up and goes back down and goes back up and goes back down. And now I'm at a point where I'm like, I know the rules so much so that like the corrections I see on my videos are wrong. And I'm like, I know you want to correct me but you are the you are the false (laughs) and so now i'm i'm like oh you're the one who thinks that you're the expert because you know less Mm -hmm. about it because let me tell did y'all know you can't uh smite with an unarmed strike but you can use battle master maneuvers with an unarmed strike because i talk about it like twice a week uh i didn't know that yeah jeremy crawford he confirmed it didn't he yeah it's and then uh later was like uh, you know what? Whatever you do in your game is fine. And I'm like, Jeremy, that is literally the rule for everything. <laughs> that's the ethos <laughs> of the game. Jeremy's like, that's not what it's supposed to be raw, but if your DM says it, it's fine. And I'm like, Jeremy, that's everything. That's the that's that's this. <laughs> that's what this is. Because I mean, that is how like the player's handbook starts. Is like, oh, yeah. this is a good idea, but if your DM says it's different, it's different. yeah that's like that's literally how they like oh okay so like the rules aren't rules but they are rules they're suggestions and they can help you build a Mm -hmm. universe an in-universe yeah they help Um, you get in yeah yeah we build ourselves in (laughs) D &D. that's the that's what we're doing for this podcast yeah i mean i can help you do that we I think it'd be really easy. <laughs> yeah, oh. <laughs> um, like a minus one to most stats, probably, yeah. and um, commoner. That's, that's how I get the opposite it, of extra attack. One less attack every. Yeah, <laughs> it's because like you fear you fear conflict, like because that's where I'm at. Like, like how many attacks could you get off in a round? I'm like, I don't know if I could hit someone. I think um, I'd like get. I could maybe get close, and then I'd be like, no, that feels weird. Look, I could probably I get a bunch if hands. I just flail around my arms yeah. a good bit, yeah, but I don't do know if it's going to do much. Three minus three yeah. damage. It's always funny when, like, that, like, stat yourself in D&D meme that, like, <laughs> reforms itself every few months or so goes around and you see, like, one person you follow who's like, well, I'd probably say, like, a 17 intelligence, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> you're a lich you have like lich intelligence really you know all the arcane secrets of the world because like smartest people i know i would probably clock in at 13 14 maybe? yeah like a, wow. like a stephen hawking's probably got like a plus three to intelligence yeah like i'm not giving myself more than a plus one modifier <laughs> yeah <laughs> like and like striking people like oh, probably like uh, 16 i'm like you know 16 means you can jump 16 feet horizontally <laughs> hey, you cool. got that's a that's a six foot vertical you got a six foot vertical yeah but you? imagine imagine if they proved to you that they could right well, yeah, 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 could. yeah. 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 I mean, someone who's like i can jump eight feet in the air i'm like you have 20 strength <laughs> yeah I, you can clear 20 feet horizontally when you jump that's 20 strength uh, but I guess that sort of gets to the idea of the episode, which um, I guess Adam could talk about because it was sort of uh, his 
Oh, yeah, it, was, it was sort of my my call because otherwise you were doing Kingdom Hearts and <laughs> which, which I don't know Kingdom Hearts. I would have been totally happy just doing just oh, Kingdom Hearts. Once so, they put Marvel in Kingdom Hearts, we're gonna do both. So oh yeah, <laughs> which I've done. I guess Kingdom Hearts tangent right away. I've gone really we're bad. Just volleying at him into in, it. In like, the, no, we're doing <laughs> Kingdom Hearts. In the subtitles, this will probably be whatever the regular title is. Also, Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> but, this was a trap. I've I've gotten really back and forth on whether I want Star Wars and Marvel in my Kingdom Hearts, because uh, like a lightsaber Keyblade would be cool, but like yeah. it, it, Sora, I don't think I need Sora fighting Darth Vader. But then Adam sent me a video where someone <laughs> modded um Sora the Spider Man game yeah, to be Sora, game. and yeah. watching Sora fight Wilson Fisk was brought me a lot of joy. I'm like, maybe I do want this in the next Kingdom Hearts game. Okay, so again, Adam, we'll get back to stuff you can it's talk okay. about in it's a fine. second. Uh, but Kingdom Hearts Four is being pitched like Sora's in like the Kingdom Hearts equivalent of like Super Dead because like Hell exists, mm-hmm. you know, Hades rules Hell. But like they're also like, well, there's also extra hell, uh, which Christian is just Japan. Hell. Uh, <laughs> extra hell is literally just like literally Tokyo. Just a regular, because, yeah. City, like, I guess. You're you just in Tokyo. There's the Square Enix offices. So he's like in super hell. And that's all we've seen in the trailer. And it's like a way more hyper-realistic looking Sora. So my yeah, theory I is that it. su- it's, it's so off-putting. Super Hell is gonna contain Star Wars Marvel worlds. So oh! they're closer to real life action stuff. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah, maybe. that's what I was just going to ask. Do you think Pirates of the Caribbean will be in Super Hell? Because like in Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. 2, they tried to make that look hyper-realistic. Like, yes. Oh. And then we'll have a second story because the fucking numbered entries should... So wait, are we swearing? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. You you every episode yeah, you is explicit. You swear. It's great. Perfect. Okay. The fucking... And the side games all have like four different storylines you can play through and the numbered games are like just Sora. And I'm like, what? How are we doing more on a Game Boy Advance than we are on a PlayStation? <laughs> uh, so Kingdom Hearts 4 is actually going to have a second story where you play as Kairi or Riku in like the real like cartoon Disney worlds with Donald and Goofy. So that can keep that art style aesthetic. And Sora is in super hell with the realistic one. So anyway, uh, Keyblade wielders, when you think about it, are basically superheroes. And <laughs> oh, great segue! I, I hope that the Super Hell Keyblade is a regular house key. <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty good. Because Super Hell is is current existence, which yeah, is really kind of saying really so. It, it says a lot about society if you think yeah, about it. We do. We do be living in a society. Yeah, didn't uh, Jean Paul Sartre say that hell is other people? Uh, I think that was actually Donald Duck. Yeah, I think yeah, I, no. I think that was that's, goofy. That I sounds think, like a really goofy line. Yeah, <laughs> I think that might be a quote from Maleficent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Maleficent Angelina Jolie movies, which will take place in Super Hell. In Super, Super all all the reboots, all the live yeah, all action the reboots. reboots. The live so action. Like, I know, I know you, Emma Watson from Beauty and Beast, and she'll be like. Yeah, I guess. We'll just say that you do. Sure, yeah, Emma Watson also has all the memories of the animated one of meeting yeah. Sora. And also is Emma Watson, like is actually like Emma Watson and she's like, I'm doing like this Wait. global women's defense she can, fund. She can charity. step off of the set yeah. and there's like a chair there. 
So how didn't didn't that sort of already happen in Kingdom Hearts with Tron, where he met Tron in Tron World, but he also went to Tron Legacy World? Was that two different worlds? Yeah. So okay, um, the Tron Legacy World. This is quickly they, just they, the Kingdom they, Hearts episode. We'll get back to it in no, a no, second. No, no, no. I, I, I want to no, hear you know what we're gonna we're gonna put a pause on the Tron Legacy chat on the on the. Kingdom Hearts Stream Drive just says Tron Legacy chat. No, we'll I love that Tron after. Legacy. Oh, yeah, he knows Tron Legacy. After the, the, the podcast proper, because this is this takes a minute. In okay, Hearts yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm curious Because the, the no, Tron Legacy level is one of the biggest enigmas <laughs> in, it's it's like why Mickey doesn't have a shirt. No, go ahead, Hearts I'm interested. Uh, like, this is the only part of Kingdom Hearts I like. Okay, I like Tron. Okay, so uh, Dream Drop Distance, the, the plot is that you have to go to a bunch of worlds that are asleep and wake them up um like whole worlds that are asleep mm -hmm. um, you have to go into the the dream of the world and wake it up so you go into tron and sora has already been in tron in kingdom hearts 2 but in kingdom hearts 2 tron is not a world it's yeah. a computer program inside one of the worlds that you go into the computer program in it is not its own <laughs> Adam's world nodding like he's like it's not its own planet along it's just like a thing you can do in a planet. Yeah, so. it's like a video game in a separate <laughs> world, kind of. So it's like what? the Winnie the Pooh is like a book you could go into. Yeah, 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 yeah. But so it doesn't make sense that it would be a sleeping world and like be the dream of a world because it isn't a world. It's just a thing. Maybe well, so okay, okay. What is well, happening? In, Why are you there? In Tron Legacy they say that there are actually native living people in the Tron world, the ISOs. So they could be the dreaming world. They're a real world. Maybe what it was. So there is this dreaming world. It's Tron legacy. And then Ansem the Wise maybe fell asleep one day and sort of tapped into it. And then he like based his computer program. That was like the, because Tron was like the kind of prototype for hollow bat no twilight town right like that no, was kind of yes kind of yes. yeah so he yes. bases like prototype digital so world on that the means dream. that the, the sleeping tron world has to be from the original world that tron came from but people in that world recognize sora despite being a copy thing which does mean that the souls and hearts if they are identical in terms of data are the same heart and soul. So if you were to clone yourself into a digital space in Kingdom, so basically your Twitter profile would have your hearts and memories. Yeah, but I think that's what they say in Kingdom Hearts too, right? That like a digital, uh, like fake heart could become a real heart. Like that's what right. Tron has a real heart. Yeah, And then doesn't digital Sora, not digital Sora and Tron, digital Sora and rechain of memories or whatever is does it he have a real heart no so. because sora's <laughs> dream is hijacked and remember riku becomes the dream eater and so, oh so yeah so sora is in the real dreams but riku is in sora's dreams mm -hmm. um oh yeah he's like a level down dreams. yeah see adam yes. if you didn't realize um this it's like game, inception this game was released on the 3DS and it was in 3D, so it's Dream Drop Distance. Yeah, so it's, it's called Kingdom Hearts 3D, and it's definitely they definitely weren't saying it was Kingdom Hearts 3, and then people were pissed it was on the 3DS, so they were like, 
No, it was <laughs> no. We just meant that there was on the 3ds. We didn't mean to say that it was Kingdom Hearts three. This was always yeah. a different thing. We never, <laughs> we never intended to call this Kingdom Hearts three. Why would you think that? Are you mad about that? We'll just call a different game Kingdom Hearts three. You do have to have played the one on the 3ds. It is crucially important to the story. Like, yeah, luckily so that one is remastered onto the newer consoles. Super heroes in yeah, 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 yeah. How okay. do we do it? All right, four, four hours into the episode, here's the topic of the episode. Yeah, listener, if you didn't realize, I had to cut several actual hours of that out. And uh... I grew a beard. <laughs> he did. I watched it happen. Um, that only so took you, a couple minutes though I just focused um, something that both us and Phil you do pretty often is attempt to recreate what it would feel like to play as a superhero in an RPG setting you usually right. do D&D um, we used to do stuff like that um, we quickly switched to like mutants and masterminds and then didn't even like that very much. We so we just like ended up making our own system. Yeah, we've talked okay. about it before on the podcast. Our, so we've sort of built our own system. It's definitely on the back of Mutants and Masterminds. Yeah, it, that or, forms the skeleton, I suppose. But right away, there is a bunch of things we didn't like, that there wasn't an HP system, like all this different stuff. So mm -hmm. we sort of retooled a bunch of it until it's kind of just become its own theme. Um, we don't got a name for it or anything. But yeah, um, I think the episode, because we, like you said, we talked about this as in, a, in an episode. Um, we call it the Atomic Android RPG or AARPG. Yeah, like AARP, the company. <laughs> <laughs> like the senior company, the geriatric yeah. company. Um, the uh, American Association of Retired Persons. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> if you, if you. What do you think, I was like, dating girls in high school? Come on. <laughs> if you put a gun to my head and yeah, tell me what AARP stands for, I'd be like, go ahead, pull the trigger, friend, because <laughs> I'm not getting that information. Um. So yeah, uh, we both had some difficulties in in trying to do that. Like I know your subclasses, um, for a lot of them, kind of fill in those gaps that regular D and D just doesn't. Mm -hmm. Like um, the Wire Weaver in particular does web swinging, uh, yes. which is really hard in an RPG setting. It is weird, and the Wire Weaver is the weirdest subclass. We're talking about the Moria subclasses. It's homebrew subclasses. I do for the for those. Under. Yeah. Hey, check them out. There, yeah, he's got uh, we're promoting. Them. Uh, you can he, go into his Patreon and get the text version. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. Five dollars. He he made some content. We we were promoting that content in case any yes. of you guys were listening to the other episode. The D &D episode, and we're like, yeah. why didn't they shout out? They, they didn't. Why didn't they shout out, out, shout out Morier? Yeah. Everyone's favorite because it's not a book yet. Uh, <laughs> but no, yeah. So the goal with those was I I've I've done over four hundred. Uh, characters in the Dungeons and Dragons. And mm -hmm. there are some times where I'm like, there isn't really a thing for this. So the Wireweaver like fills in the Spider-Man role. Um, the the Paladin one is the speed run of, of like a Z fighter, like a Dragon Ball Z character or Captain Marvel, kind of Superman. Superman has a few extra mm -hmm. powers, but like that flies around, shoots lasers, incredibly strong, Punch indestructible well. yeah. punch is good all of that stuff into one character and i think that that's the biggest struggle with an rpg and superheroes is determining whether it's a power set or a power niche right. does that make sense yeah no 
Um, we have an entire like little document. Um, it's actually two pages called Power Pages, okay. um, where we have just set out powers and like the prices because it's an entirely point by system. Yeah, it's all point oh. by. Uh, so yeah, we have it where we have a bunch of little powers basically and power descriptors where um, it's like, oh, this costs this many points. And you sort mm. of combine those together to create like bigger powers and okay. everything. Um, I've been having a lot of fun recently um, because it's not a superhero game, but uh, we call it the cartoon game. Um, there's, uh, an, I think we did an episode. Yeah, on I think it. we did an episode on it. Um, um, Adam could pitch it to you. Yeah, it's a, it's a setting uh, we made. Um, I think I, I made it the first time, but we just kind of worked together on it mm -hmm. where um, it's sort of just pop culture, the game. It's much yeah. like ready player one or uh what's what's the other version of that there's another one that does that uh fortnite does that a, fortnite does Jam, it a little fortnite, bit uh, yeah, roger yeah. Rabbit. A lot of things that nobody likes yeah uh, except roger rabbit which is amazing uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, what's the rescue rangers just did it yeah yeah, yeah. Rescue rangers just thing. did like a, a a roger rabbit thing and everyone was mad at it um, Ugly Sonic was cool though. Tim Robinson rules. Yeah, yeah we, Tim, we Robinson. Tim Robinson. We love Tim Robinson. I think you should leave. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe one of the funniest guys. Yeah. Just oh no, there. I was I was just saying one of you should leave. No, oh no, yeah, you should I, leave. Uh, yeah, I think you 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 can finish this podcast for us. Yeah, I'll take it. From you. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's sort of the 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 initial premise, and it's that, but it's also in a post-apocalyptic sort of wasteland um where everything is sort of shifted and kind of grosser like uh, clifford the big red dog has rabies and his mangy um and and travels the wasteland killing people kind of thing um and that uses our system because it's a very versatile system to kind of build anything yeah so it works it works with like any genre and like uh, what i was saying i'm having a lot of fun right now because um I have the, in most games we play, we either play in DC or Marvel settings or like a generic superhero where it's like, okay, here's your power. And then you sort of got to work in the confines of like what those powers are. But in this one, I'm like, okay, I get to build a Keyblade. Um, like I built a whole system for that with like all the like, uh, like different drive forms and everything like valor and wisdom and right. stuff um and then uh i built a voltron lion because we're collecting the voltron lions so i built that and then it became tron so i like i like gave it voltron, like a tron, tron. Yeah, voltron. yeah voltron um mm. so i gave it like all the wall force field and then like i made a deal with the devil so i so we're playing a game right now that just opened up the floodgates for what i can do with yeah. powers in an rpg and i'm yeah. having so much fun with it right uh, now. the other player in that yeah he rides the the devil infused red lion which is sort of ghost rider okay yeah it's a, it's a weird game but it is fun to play yeah um, but but it's really fun to build right now um and like that's because like what you've made a career out of basically building superheroes and superpowers in RPGs is just 
Yeah, I'd almost your your favorite <laughs> fictional characters in Dungeons and Dragons. Like and subscribe for more X next time you play. Yeah, look, um, if you guys want to play um, the this sort of idea for a game where it's just anything the game, but you want to use a system you know, like Dungeons and Dragons, a great an amazing resource. <laughs> an amazing for, resource for that is would be uh, five hundred different characters from various properties. Uh, yeah, um, two locked in videos. D &D. <laughs> yeah, we got wild shit too. I did Wobbuffet from Pokemon. We have we have like a it's a Thorns build. You know, I got Thorns builds. I got indestructible builds. I got what do you want? You want a Spider Man? I got several Spider Mans. <laughs> He's got. You got to be more specific. You want a Batman? We got a Batman. We got we got two Robins, and we got a Batgirl. We got it all. You can be eating it up. You want a barbarian that dumped Constitution? How about All Might, My Hero Academia? You ever heard of it? You ever heard of My Hero Academia? No, I've never that's... heard of My Hero Academia. I don't know what that's, that is. That's pretty wild. Pretty good. Pretty cool. <laughs> it's, it's pretty neat. I um, invented it. Um, <laughs> no, uh, I think, yeah. The, so y'all create your own system and that's super smart because then you're not bound by the confines. oh yeah yeah whenever we have something that like oh how do we do this we're like oh let's just make it up and yeah because that yeah, there are just like limits mm -hmm. to what 5e can do maybe one dnd will change them but i don't want to talk yeah. about one dnd um not because i hate it but i'm just tired because you hate us and you don't want to talk i hate it. you <laughs> i just i blocked off a bunch of time today to talk to you just so I could rub it in your <laughs> for a full hour. How dare you reach out? Because I'm me. a bully and I just want to bully Adam into talking about Kingdom Hearts. Uh, <laughs> Look, I do up, it often. I I don't want to go back to the Kingdom Hearts thing, but I did. <laughs> no, no. no, like you were talking about like Cartoon World where all the cartoons interact. And like one of my biggest problems with the Kingdom Hearts games is I'm like, why is everything on its own world yeah why is it so segmented i want to watch like why why is finding nemo not just also part of the little mermaid world are there like eight different ocean planets yeah where they... all of the animals talk yeah i mean so would, i guess i made a homebrew D, D setting that i ran for a little bit that i called hearts and souls uh which <laughs> awesome. was a grim dark kingdom hearts uh, oh a la dark souls that was a meat grinder campaign and i was like okay everybody this is a meat grinder campaign because i want to see if that's fun i didn't have fun by the way i don't yeah. like running a meat grinder uh but like we did like a boss fight of corella deville where she's got like this cloud of smoke around her from her cigarette that she's chain smoking um and then like out of the smoke you hear like barking and like bone snapping sounds <laughs> and then like the dalmatian coat on her is like fused to her skin and now she's like a werewolf monster with a bunch of smoke coming out and then they had to fight that and then Sucks. they died because it was really hard because i heavily obscured the whole area with smoke and the wolf didn't care and then i made them roll constitution savings throws for poison that's and then i was so like fun <laughs> i don't like doing this but <laughs> I, you know what, that that's, I was like, I'm just sort of speaking and I don't have a point that I'm making, but now I do. <laughs> and that point is, you just gotta try it. You just gotta test it. And this also will circle back to my opinions on 1D&D. &D. You don't fucking know how it works yet. You haven't tried it. <laughs> the, 
try it. And if you don't like it, like I was like, I think I might like running a meat grinder. No, I didn't because I got, you know, like people were like excited about their characters and obviously they gave me their Mm -hmm. character they were most excited about first. And then I killed them with the first boss. I killed one of the characters with the first boss and the player was sad. And she was like, (laughs) I made like a whole family for them. And I'm like, yeah. That family's sad that now. Sucks. Although, like, the gameplay style, if it's not fun with the gameplay style, I would not throw away that setting because that sounds like one of the yeah. most fun settings to play. And I've been trying to get a straight Kingdom Hearts RPG going for a while now, and I I made no progress I on refuse, it well, yeah, at no. all. No, but the, the good thing about the homebrewification of it is you don't have to tell people what you're making <laughs> yeah you can you just can lie to them and, well, and, and like so for adam who hasn't played kingdom hearts if i wanted to get adam to join this campaign i'd be like hey we're doing like a grim dark spin on some disney shit that's all i would do i wouldn't be like kingdom and i would specifically. Like, that's cool but if i was well, like yeah and but if, if you I wanted pitched, if i pitched that he'd be like this is kingdom hearts isn't it i'd be like no uh, yeah i know i would uh, but at the same time, so this was, I wanted to start doing a live play series at like the beginning of the pandemic, even like, mm-hmm. so oh, this okay. was like, wait, we're trying to get one going right now. Hey, can I tell you something? What, what's that? It's so fun <laughs> to do and run. And it's great. No, um, it's, it's fine. Just have fun with it and mm-hmm. don't make it work. <laughs> Sorry, make it make it work, but, but don't, don't make, make it, it feel like work. Yeah. Work. Don't don't lock yourself into a schedule and be like, we're gonna do one episode a week, everybody. Oh, yeah. Don't lie to yourself. We, You're gonna get the episodes out when you can and you hope people like them. <laughs> Goodbye. Because if you try and make it like a weekly anyway, the other setting I was trying to run when I was like doing this was I was trying to do Ocarina of Time and not as a grimdark i was like i'll just Mm -hmm. like try and redo ocarina of time it's like one of my players had never played zelda before had never played ocarina of time so it meant nothing to him adam does i was like you're going into a big tree and there's a bunch of bugs inside and he's like oh this seems fucked up and everyone (laughs) else is like yeah we're in the deku tree but he's like oh this seems fucked up (laughs) and i'm like oh he actually might be having more fun with this then the other people, because like I changed some stuff, like instead of um, it's spider, it's spiders in the Deku tree. Spoilers for the first level of a thirty-year-old game, Adam. Um, but I made it like wasps. I was like, it's gonna be wasps, and that'll be a different challenge. It's different, so you, yeah, yeah. So you, you, they can't just go in and be like, I know how to solve yeah, this it's, puzzle. Yeah, it's familiar enough for them to be like, oh yeah, I'm reliving it, but different enough for. But not like, too familiar, right? But not it's too familiar, not but not not too not familiar. Bean, Bean dad. dad, Bean Dad, <laughs> is that is that going to track for anyone? Does anyone remember Bean Dad? Look, I'm, I'm surprised Bean you so picked it times. up. I thought that was like an us only thing we talked no, about. He, I regularly think of the days somebody was like, "My kid asked me for beans." <laughs> 
So I'm gonna go on Twitter and ruin my life. Yeah, what how if, like, thoroughly he destroyed kids? his life and then because, affected like, affected other people because of that, because how popular the podcast and podcast theme. I want to imagine the kid is like the kid was on just like some next level uh, domino like plan like the kid's like anti-semitic so i'm gonna my, make him go on twitter and my call dad's such out. a dick and he never makes me beans trying to i'm gonna end this man's whole career i don't know why i made it mario i'm gonna end this man's career. i think his kid was mario from yeah, mario mario jump man mario jump man which would be a superhero name like a superhero in an rpg whoa uh but, yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. <laughs> no i think i i love the idea of like being able to build your own power suite that sounds really that sounds really cool uh, yeah, speaking uh, of grim dark settings of things for children uh we pretty often run a what we call the ben 10 game which <laughs> is um where andrew has uh, an omnitrix and we treat it very realistic in the amount of, of damage and carnage that would cause. Sure. <laughs> Wait, so like it does damage to his body when his body Well, changes? no, 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 no. But like- I um, played a druid like that once. Yeah, if, <laughs> if you're familiar with Ben 10, he has some um, aliens that know. aren't as violent as they should be. Like um, my favorite alien is Diamond Head. And when you no. shoot shards of diamonds at people at speed, they're not going to come out of it very well. Right. Um, right, so... right. The regular show goes out of its way, and not regular show, I mean Ben 10. Right. Um, ben 10 goes out of its way to not have a 10-year-old murder people. Right. Um, we don't do that anymore. We right. just, it just happens. And it's, it's fun. When, when you said Grimdark Ben 10, I thought you just meant that you have to role play that you're in the band Ben 10 fandom community. This is slightly deep cut to lock lore, but Ben 10 is one of one of the very few shows that I will not return to because of how the <laughs> fandom reacted to it, oh. which is wild because it's fucking Ben 10. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's Ben 10. And it's not like there's a, a ton of like, like content outside it, of the actual shows for people. It's like a it's like a young adult to teen cartoon from like ten years ago that had like three iterations. Five? Five? Five. Okay. Well, actually, yeah. that's a that's a lot of reboots in a short amount of time. Well, the but only young, one of them the, was a reboot. The uh, Ben Ten fandom is is violent. Yeah, look, <laughs> fandom fandoms in general general aren't great. Uh the Ben can, 10 one. Should I review fandoms? Should yeah, I do like yeah. a series cuz like yeah, I've yeah. touched so many different fandoms and can I can like rank them and be like these people are nice, these people are scary. Uh <laughs> these people are Rick and Morty fans. Oh, I get death threats from all of them, but oh. Ben Ben 10 <laughs> is the one that I got the most death threats for. So imagine imagine typing out for that ben message. 10! Ben 10. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, for ben 10. So I like I, I watch every episode of the stuff I do episodes on. Mm -hmm. I like play through the games if I do a video game. It's why we don't have Naruto or One Piece builds. Hell yeah. Because I would that would literally be four months of my life. Like I would have to stop working on everything else and spend four months watching One Piece. And then I'd get a one One Piece video out. <laughs> it would do pretty good. 
and and then I would have had. Well, look, you could probably yeah, get yeah, like yeah. six One Piece things. Right. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah. right. I could get multiple builds for it, but like, yeah. So I like watched all Ben Ten, and I'm like, that yeah, that's pretty good. It's not like my favorite thing I've watched for the show or whatever, but it was good. Mm-hmm. It was fine. Uh, wrote up the thing, sent it out. I was like, here's the video, everybody. I know y'all wanted to see this one, and then I got like. I, I made him a bard, which always pisses some people. Some people just hate <laughs> that they hate that the idea that bard exists. Oh, bard oh yeah, favorite class. If, there's something about bard where if you like label like a character as a bard, people immediately are like, "Oh, so this guy's not cool." So if you do that to people's favorite yeah. characters, <laughs> right? If you if you call someone a bard, you're like, "Oh, that person plays trumpets at a dragon until they have sex." <laughs> yeah. That's what the bard class is like. Your level one ability is learning a trumpet. Uh, level two ability is playing it in front of a dragon. Your level three ability is having sex with a dragon. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's bard. That's well, there you bard go. Is. You just did your donkey build. I just did the donkey build. Exactly. Don- donkey <laughs> Shrek build one. Uh, but no, like so many people were like, you should kill yourself. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, uh, you know, and this happens, you know, this will happen with like everything at like literally, like literally every fandom, I think that I've done multiple videos for mm-hmm. has told me to kill myself or that they will kill me when they see me. <laughs> um, so insane. Oh yeah. But Ben 10, it was like multiple for multiple different reasons. That's, that's <laughs> like, it was like, it was like, how dare you make him a bard? You should kill yourself. How dare you not do moon druid? Kill yourself. Uh, or how dare you not do each of the aliens as their own build that he turns into. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. 
to which i'm like but that's the point of ben 10 yeah it's, i mean <laughs> he's that that, would, he's no ordinary kid i he's i guess ben that'd 10. be smarter for you because that's more content you can it's more content, but, but it's yeah also but, more ben 10 videos oh yeah 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 that's more that make me question whether or not i should though. go to a con because i'm like are you what if am, one of the Ben am, 10 am I gonna be attacked? Yeah, and am that's just be, you you're not even like criticizing Ben 10 or anything. Imagine I didn't say anything negative yeah. about Ben 10. Uh, imagine like one of the people, like the people that work for like Death Battle when Green Lantern beat him. Like yes. I, I I can't imagine the kind of like response. I heard about that retroactively because I was like, I like was like talking to my like Discord bots and I'm like, y'all, why is everyone so hot about Ben 10? Like, <laughs> oh well, I mean after the death battle thing, I'm surprised you did Ben 10. I'm like, what death battle thing? And then they were like, Well, <laughs> they said Green Lantern would beat him in a fight. Which by the way, I agree. Uh, yeah, look, I, I think so. <laughs> look, I, I think he would. Um, I think how he did in the video, like even in their own video, they specifically said that wouldn't work. But that's just death battle. That they do that all the time. I, I stepped on watch. Andrew's toes. He loves Ben Tenny. I mad. no, no. <laughs> Look, I wait, 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 wait. I think I recognize your username. <laughs> oh, no. Why didn't you make him a moon druid though? <laughs> because it doesn't get hate. You can't make the speedy one if he's a moon druid. He can't be speedy. Oh dang, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> Which by the way, do you know how you would know that he can't be speedy if he's a moon druid? Because I said it in the video. <laughs> because I explain, I'm like, I know Bard seems weird. Here's why. We need haste. It's not on the druid list unless we went. If we'd have to go land druid, because land druid grassland can get haste. Check out the Knuckles video. It's a god. Um, but like when you think about it, Knuckles and Ben 10, they're both superheroes that you could put into an rpg <laughs> yeah yeah so we're back on topic Adam? i i might have adhd it might be okay <laughs> we don't have to tell anyone no we don't have to tell anybody nobody listens to this show perfect wonderful <laughs> happy happy to be here um so yeah uh, back to superheroes and rpgs i guess um one of uh, back to at least specifically web swinging. I still don't think we have like a great system for it. We mostly just have a thing called mobility, which is just sort yeah. of a catch-all. You can move in a weird way, and these are how you track your speed for it. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's that specifically. I wanted to um, like I I really wanted to work on because I want like a slow fall ability for us. But we don't have that because I've been into the infamous series lately, which are superheroes. <laughs> that's on topic. Um, mm -hmm. And I really uh, interested in building like the conduit type characters in an RPG, which, um, hey, if you need a video idea, boom, there's one right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Cole, Cole McGrath d and is, is on its way. The video's done. Oh, oh Really? Yeah, it's on the schedule. Uh, how similar is that to Black Lightning that you just did release? <laughs> I 
these these aren't videos that I wrote months ago, by the way. These are videos <laughs> that like I regularly think about, and I watch all the building characters when they premiere. I don't. Um, <laughs> I did watch the Black Lightning one. That one had an ad read, so I like spot checked it. Right, right, right before mm. release. Usually, what happens is I like send the script out. It gets edited by my editor. I spot check it then, and then I'm like, okay, see you in eight months when you go live. Um, <laughs> but like, if there's an ad read, I'm like. Okay, well, I don't want to post the video for today's sponsor, Surfshark VPN, which is not sponsoring this podcast. Uh, no, it's not. Yeah, hey, sh- yeah. Surfshark. I'll make some listening. calls. I'll make some calls. <laughs> I'll get them on. Uh, but yeah, so I don't remember what the infamous <laughs> one is because that one's not doesn't come out until November, and uh, I finished it four months ago. So. <laughs> so it's good it does the thing oh no, no i remember it's it's mostly sorcerer oh yeah uh, storm sorcerer storm. would probably make sense Is it storm sorcerer i think yes i think i went storm sorcerer but specifically got the the sorcery the uh, meta magic thing that lets you change damage oh transmuted, oh, transmuted, transmuted spell, spell. Yeah. yeah thank you because cole mcgrath can do ice or fire in, right. in Infamous 2, if, yeah, you, you were like, fuck Phil. I want to make his life harder. Because <laughs> I like play through Infamous 1 and I'm like, lightning boy, got it. And then I yeah, get to easy. Infamous 2 and they're like, do you want to do fire or ice to make your life harder, Phil? And I'm like, God, fuck, fuck. Oh, oh, I'm, I'm guessing you didn't do vampire, yeah. which is the other option. No, it's there. Him. It's there. Oh, oh hell, yeah. It's there. Um, but that, well, that one you can't do with transmuted spells, so you have to get specific spells like Enervation and Vampiric Touch mm-hmm. and Chill Touch. Well, uh, here, here's hoping you never have to do Infamous Second Son, which has yeah, like Delson, four which has like completely four different, unconnected, concrete, neon smoke. Yeah, well, video the powers. other one. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> if Cole McGrath big hit, we'll do Infamous Second Son. If Cole McGrath big flop, we don't have to ever go back. Yeah, to and nobody has to listen to this. Yes, and and well, so infamous. He sort of. Yeah, he is a superhero. Like no, yeah, that, no, no, he is. Yeah, that's what he said. And then RPG. I think another part, like speaking of like a video game like style, because like there are RPG video games. I don't know if y'all are aware of this. It's what? not just tabletops. It's you can role play. My head? You can role play game on computer. Uh, <laughs> But you could I, join I, a Grand Theft Auto roleplay server. <laughs> you could play Cole McGrath in Fortnite, more likely than you think. Uh, but I think like something good, video games like that hone in on a specific power are a great place to start off at for like converting stuff to an like a tabletop RPG because you could be like, okay, what's the escalation of powers in Infamous? If you like start off and you're like, oh, I want Shocky Bomb, and then I make Shocky Bomb bigger, and then I make Shocky Bomb bestest. Mm -hmm. Or if you're like me and you're like, I'm trying to beat this game in a week because I want to finish the script and do it at a reasonable time, mobility option, mobility option, mobility option, health, (laughs) because you're not good at the game because you haven't (laughs) played it and you're trying to beat it in a week. So you're like, who, how I run fastest. To make game fast, <laughs> is there oh, a way spe- to pre-skip all cutscenes? Can we can we speed? Run? No, I have to watch the cutscenes. That's where the lore is. Yeah, uh, but I need to figure out how to speed run the game the first time I play it, uh, which doesn't work. 
Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm sure that's difficult. It's yeah, it's fun. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure that's I'm sure that's a great way to enjoy video games. That people oh, like. it makes you love them. <laughs> um, and then yeah, there's there's other things like um, I don't think D and D necessarily fits well with sort of your really tough characters for the most part that means making them like what uh path of the uh, bear totem barbarian like if oh, you want to make superman invulnerable right you either have yes. to give him the spell or Sto- make him a yes. uh, yeah stone skin yes. or invulnerability or whatever and that only yes. lasts for so long well what i always say is I, it, it it's a rule of relativity thing so it's it's sort of on your dm for what they scale the campaign to be mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah. so like uh i i have like the my hero builds pulled up because i was counting up how many superhero builds i've done uh <laughs> and it's like it's like it's like 150 of just superheroes but so like you could do like you know the frog girl and like stuff doesn't have to be heightened you know like if mm-hmm. your dm's just running like a kind of bare bones like mid-level campaign it's fine but like if your DM decides that they want to do like the Dragon Ball Z type shit where people are like throwing each other through buildings, you can start doing that at level one. You just have to like establish that like Yeah, one getting, damage means getting yeah, thrown what through one a building. damage means like mm-hmm. is one damage this, you know, like a uh, sorry. Yeah, I, yeah. Medium and I'm like shut, I'm like punching myself. But like, is it like, ooh, I got punched one damage? Or is it like, ooh, I got hit by a cannon? That's what one damage is to me. Is plus four to strength. I can lift, you know, I can bench 200 pounds is plus four. Or is it I can pick up a car is plus four to strength. Mm-hmm. And like, there are canon like examples of what it's supposed to be in like the Dungeon Master's Guide or the Player's Handbook. But uh, one of the first things it says to the Player's Handbook. Yeah, as previously is, established, you can ignore that. Unless your DM says it's different. <laughs> These are the rules. Unless your DM says it's different. So, like, as far as, like, doing Superman goes, like, it doesn't really work in d d It does yeah. like, you can't make Goku. You can't make Superman. You can make someone who has all the powers of Goku and Superman, like, Spirit Bomb, Fly Fast, uh, Teleport. Yeah, you can put all that onto one character. It can't be a god that can't die mm-hmm. and get punched through the core of the earth by Beerus. Um, unless your DM is like, oh, punched through the core of the happened. earth by Beerus, yeah. 30 damage. Then, yeah. 3d6 <laughs> damage, it. yeah. Yeah, that's 3d6. That's what erupting earth looks like in my game. You know, that's what this spell <laughs> erupting earth looks like. In that is, that I do think that is a good way of sort of doing that of like, oh, this is what the D&D, this is what the DM um, sort of says like it is, yeah. is the flavor text on spells and everything can do a lot of the heavy lifting for yeah. how powerful you want your quote unquote superhero air quotes I'm doing uh, <laughs> yeah. superheroes medium <laughs> well, so for a recent example I know neither of you have played Elden Ring which was one of the topics I pitched for like what I could come on and talk about <laughs> yeah. and like, neither of us have done it so please don't uh, but like one of the first bosses is Godric the Grafted uh, to start his second phase 
he rips off the head of a dragon and attaches it to his arm. And so his arm is now a dragon face that shoots fire breath. And when I made that in D&D, I said it was burning hands. <laughs> yeah. Because you know what it is? It's it's a 15-foot cone of fire. It's his is hand that, is burning. Is that the same as a dragon's mouth on your arm that you're blasting across the world? Yeah, technically. Yeah. It's close enough. <laughs> if you least. say it is, it's all about flavor. You know, I... I, I, I've been dieting and working out and stuff, but you know what doesn't add any calories? Salt and pepper, baby. Just <laughs> season it. Get some flavor on your stuff when you're playing stuff in D&D. If it doesn't change the mechanics of it, just go for it. Be like, yeah, um, I, I'm playing an astral self monk, so I got an extra 10 feet of reach on my punch. And the my, book my says it's a ghost. But I say it's my tongue. I say my tongue is ten feet long, and that's what I'm doing. Because yeah. I'm, I'm because I'm Ed from Ed, Ed, and Eddie, and we all have these freakishly <laughs> long tongues that can oh, support man. our human body weight. And that's why I'm an astral self monk, and it goes ten feet. And maybe your DM will be like, "No, that's too silly for my campaign." But if I'm your DM, I'm like, "You don't change the mechanics, and you can say something that's reasonable." And my justification for reasonable is we're living in a world with fairies, pixies, ghosts, dragons. Um, I do really frogs. enjoy separating fairies and pixies. That's a huge amount of distinction. Yeah, I would not like it if you conflated them. So yeah, I yeah the I the, the pixie uh, fan base yeah um, would have really got down. Un unlike base. Will Smith in the film Bright, I think fairy lives do matter today. <laughs> Wait, have you okay. have you done a bright episode? No, Can we, we do a bright no, episode? We should do it. Bright we episode. Should do bright episode. Get in the comments. I think I think we mentioned. me to watch it again. I think we've mentioned bright at least twice, but I, I mean, cannot like, tell you when. Have you ever done like an anti episode, which is like how to build a broken universe, like things to avoid when building a universe <laughs> no because <laughs> uh, yeah the tagline of the show is our favorite fictional universes so true. what if we just did ones we hate well we yeah. do that sometimes sometimes, sometimes we'll, we do sometimes we'll, like i know there was a period i forgot what episodes it was and i think it was mostly around stranger things now that i think about it but, but sometimes i hate that but yeah it, it but was some awful. sometimes we'll have an episode where we're we're just like We've been negatives for so many episodes and we're yeah. sorry. And we know we do enjoy things, but the, the things we're experiencing haven't been good for us. Yes. What I have found is I, I, I try to be, to just shut off the critical part of my brain sometimes <laughs> and, and, and really just go full on, like just let the lizard brain do its thing and see how good I'm tricked. Um, and Stranger Things, I think, is a great example because Stranger Things just works because of how well it's presented. But if you slow it down, it's like, oh, Eleven's just Goku, and they have to wait for Goku to get strong enough to beat the <laughs> villain by holding her hand out and going, no. And 
and like sometimes she'll like shake a little harder when she holds her hand she'll out. She'll get and a nosebleed no. or something. Yeah. Yeah. And like you, you could boil every season down to like, well, there's a new bad thing in town, and Goku has to get strong enough to hold his hand out and say no until it's dead. Yeah. But the presentation of Stranger Things is like, oh yeah. Yeah, well, which like, this like is good used to be. Like I, I agree with, and I'm, I'm one to like be the same way. Where I'm like, oh, I could just sit and enjoy something for what it is. Yeah. But with at least the newest season of Stranger Things, it is all that. Like where it's like, oh yeah, this is all good, but it takes so long in between everything to get oh, all of that. That's just because Netflix is losing millions of subscribers yeah. every single day, and they're like. <laughs> You guys like one show we make and it takes us <laughs> three years to make it. Okay, okay. We yeah, made so 10 movies. Feel we like made 10 three movies years to watch it. Yeah. Strange, I, I guarantee you, Stranger Things 5 does not come out on Netflix. Hot take. <laughs> I'm putting it down on this podcast. Stranger You've heard Things 5 it here first. is too big to not come out. I don't think Netflix makes it long enough for that to happen. Because what are they sustaining themselves with? <laughs> I, have no oh, I haven't watched, I haven't watched Love is Blind. It's fun, but <laughs> I haven't watched the newer seasons of it because after I saw the first season, I was like, that's enough. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's <laughs> too hot to handle. Every too hot to handle, I'm like, how do they know they're not allowed to fuck again? <laughs> Did they not see the first season? I wouldn't be tricked into this. If they were like, hey, you seem really horny. We're going to put you on an island with a bunch of people and you can't have sex. I'd be like, hang on. I hey, this is like the Netflix is. show. This is like the Netflix show. I'm not doing it. That, that I'm is, not falling for it. That is the, uh, a big problem. I know this is almost totally unconnected, but I have with the show Undercover Boss. I'm always like, <laughs> how do they not know that they're in an undercover boss situation? Yeah. Right? Oh, we so, just got a new employee who's like mid-50s <laughs> and is starting a at a base beer. level. <laughs> and his, his face looks like a melted mannequin. He's got too much fucking shit on him, and he he's, he's got too much fucking shit on me. <laughs> um, I really like the show, um, Nathan for you, and then the rehearsal. Oh, and, um, legend! At least with Nathan for you, uh, it's very similar because it's kind of a pastiche of Undercover Boss. And only once does somebody like, wait a minute, is this is this not the show that I that you told me you're making? Yeah, because <laughs> they, they're weird? allowed to just lie because he just lies and tells them he's a regular like help yeah. your business show. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, that, yeah, they probably would just lie to you. Hey, do you want to come onto this island? And when you think about it, an undercover boss is sort of like a superhero. A superhero. In an oh, RPG. Well, actually, because I'm going to turn it on you, actually. I'm going to segue. Uh, so you're doing a lot of work with uh, Moria right now and uh, talking about homebrewing and creating stuff and i sure am oh uh, wire weavers and uh, oath of brilliance paladins are kind of like superheroes in an rpg well that wasn't a segue at all that was just no, bringing I, it up i think i think that is the thing well so here's the thing about that i think superheroes is the only media we're consuming right now like kind of every everything is just superheroes like even things that aren't marvel or dc are su like stranger things is just superheroes um most kind of just superheroes most like most dnd live play shows are like stories about a kind of a bunch of superheroes like not yeah, yeah. and it, it's 
it's a weird distinction I've been noticing because I've been trying to go back to like older blockbusters and being like, what's different here? Because those aren't necessarily, and it is strange. I mean, Stranger Things has one superhero, but the rest of it is the old blockbuster that is just like, it's normal people fucking trying, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, which is your thing. So, yeah, like, so like, it's hard to break out of the superhero story and i don't think it's necessarily bad because it's something we all know and i think when you're playing an rpg with someone it's good to have something consumable for them something Mm -hmm. that they like like a touchstone yeah Yeah. go back to so like doing the superhero in thing um but that's why the bruiser exists in morier segue and the medic so like i tried to do a couple of subclasses that were like and what if you just wanted to play a person trying their best? <laughs> a guy, yeah. A guy who's just like, I don't have no nothing. <laughs> oh, that person can swallow another person's soul and learn all of their magical powers? Uh, when I get punched a lot, I try harder. Because <laughs> that's the bruiser. Is The bruiser is like, when I get punched a lot, I try harder. When uh, when when I get into a fight, I turn on live to win and I know I'm yeah. going to do better. I didn't hear no bell. <laughs> One of the, my favorite and, quotes. And the medic is is a rogue that does medicine uh equivalent to its sneak attack that's basically just like I got a bunch of needles I can put in you. <laughs> have or, you done a ton of um playtesting with these subclasses and stuff yes i have and i'm looking to do i'm gonna start doing more soon plug um <laughs> but uh yes I, I i did a bunch of playtesting i have like a little playtest group of people that i was like hey i want to run some one shots and stuff um and a lot of the stuff that people think is busted kind of sucks <laughs> if i'm being real so the, the big example is so okay i'll explain this really fast the oath of the brilliance paladin that's the z fighter paladin it has a channel of divinity that is shouting to power up like a like a dragon Ball like z. a dragon ball mm-hmm. z yeah yeah so basically with your channel of divinity you start shouting in every round you shout before you once you end shouting for every round you spent shouting you get a plus one to your attack and damage for the next i think it's like 10 minutes i can't remember off the top of my head because i'm not good at this uh i should remember <laughs> myself off the no i wrote a lot of stuff and i don't <laughs> yeah no we we have the um, same problem with the system we did we barely remember any of it but people i i remember like posting it and like a lot of the critique i got was like this is so busted because the, the paladin could get to plus 10 in attack yeah. and damage rolls but they gotta sit there for 10 rounds they gotta sit there for 10 rounds Screaming. doing it so like the oh the brilliance person the the person who play tested it was like honestly i'm at plus three i'm just gonna go uh also <laughs> another thing is that like it alerts people within a thousand feet of you because you're <laughs> that rules. silenced or anything like that so like you can't power up and then go into a fight unless you can also move a thousand feet Mm-hmm. So like that's also something that holds it back is like you can't be like oh, enemy camp, I'm gonna power up first because if you start shouting the enemy camp's gonna be like oh <laughs> someone's that? fucking yelling someone's okay but are, are they instantly hostile are they just like that's weird I mean I guess like 
but if you're if you're a hostile enemy camp <laughs> that's like doing crimes or whatnot, you know, you know, bandit shit. You know yeah, those yeah. bandits Sit that are like fire and God, fighting. I love attacking adventurers. God, I love attacking a sorcerer that's level 14 and can summon the sun. Um, I have a knife, so I'm gonna go for it. <laughs> fallout thing where you know like the the raiders got like a yeah. cool cue and he sees your power, power armor with like a fucking ripper saw and like the mini nuke gun you're like cool. i got him <laughs> i do i do like for that if like one of the guys do know that super saiyans are a thing and he's like oh god someone's screaming we gotta find him Anytime we play tested, they didn't go like past plus four, which also is still kind of bad. I yeah, I like the ability because I think it's cool, and I am fine with my subclasses having weak abilities that yeah. are cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. But like going to plus four, you spent four rounds, and if you have extra attack, that's you could just eight attack. attacks you yeah. could have done. Yeah, with presumably a plus four damage modifier. For 16 damage so to make up for that you won't make up for that until you do four attacks mm-hmm. again and four rounds and actually combat. eight attacks because you have to yeah. make up for it and then also get to where it was so like that's 12 rounds of combat which combat generally doesn't go that long yeah that's what i was just gonna say four rounds of combat alone your party could, could have already handled yeah yeah, yeah. um but so, uh and that sets up for really fun, like say you're fighting your your what BBEG, and everybody else has to play like keep the villain away as you scream yes! in the corner. Uh, I, I I don't remember if I brought it up in the video, but I called it the hyperbolic time chamber combo, which is where you have a wizard cast Otilup's resilient sphere, which makes the person totally immune to damage, and it lasts for a minute which is 10 rounds, so the wizard casts that, yeah. and then the wizard runs. And like, someone picks <laughs> up the wizard and like runs at the back. That's what I was him. just thinking earlier. And then the level 20 paladin, because there's also a thing that um, it, it can doff its armor. It can do the anime thing where you rip off your armor to fight better. You get an extra attack and a movement speed boost. I think a flying speed too. No, you get a temporary flying speed. So like you have to land, but you can land. Ah, like the monk ability. Jumping. Yeah, yes. you're doing big, big and buildings in a one the, bound or whatever. And then the level 20 capstone is ultra instinct for another extra attack. So, like, if you do it all together, you can get four attacks per round. So, like, Paladin comes out, rips off the armor, has four attacks per round, great weapon master, plus 20 damage modifier. Hell yeah, but you spend a minute charging that up. So, right, if that's I'm the an DM, entire plan. I'd let yeah, you do that. If I'm the DM, I'm like, waste him. Waste the, <laughs> yeah. waste the bad guy. You spent a minute. <laughs> And that's how your team decided to do this boss fight was uh, we want to turn we want to make Goku. <laughs> yeah, we, we want to make this guy into a super we'll make him Goku. Or can and, the uh, lich beat Goku? Can the, can the <laughs> lich beat Goku? Or will he lich these nuts? Um, <laughs> nice. So that's, that's that. Morier, coming soon. Yeah. Uh, Twitch check it out. near you. We, um, I think we said off recording, uh, are also doing our own sort of homebrew settings for D&D 
because we got into D and D right when they decided to change the rules. Yeah, um, which is like kind of the same. That, thing happened, that happened to us with Pathfinder as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, Great job. Oh, you said it on stream. I mean, I listened to the Dungeons and Dragons episode. You talked. That's about true. It there. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I'm in off recording. In thanks this for episode. Thank, oh. thank you for yeah. Thanks for plugging you our, our episode. to our podcast. Y'all should listen um, to the rest of these episodes. And not not something that uh, some of our guests do. Even the ones that are just our real life friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, because here's the thing about pitching your podcast to your real life friends. They're your friends in real life. Yeah. I'm sure they're just like, well, if I want to talk, if I want to talk to them about Marvel, I'll just call them and be like, <laughs> yeah. I'll just text you about you see Marvel. She-Hulk? Do we like it? But um, so I've also been making some subclasses, and I talked about one of them in that DD episode, but I, I recently just did a rogue one that's all chess themed. Um, I call it the pawn. Um, and they can uh, promote as their main ability and get either the effects of a knight, a rook, or a bishop, which each okay. one kind of confers different abilities as you level up. Sure. Until you get to your sort of, not the capstone, but the, the capstone for the subclass, basically. Right. Uh, level 17 rogues, for right? rogue, yep. yeah. Um, which I call the queen, which lets you mix and match those abilities and just use all of them. And I, I find that lots of fun. That sounds pretty cool. That it, that does sound pretty neat. That's the first time I'm hearing of this. Yeah, it's not. I told you yesterday that I did it, and then well, you moved on. Yeah, you said you were doing it, but you didn't say what it was. But yeah, I um, the <clears throat> excuse me, the knight is sort of a really mobility and attack based. You get like an extra attack right. if you dash. Um, the rook is kind of baby barbarian. You get uh extra. Yep. You get temp HP equal to your sneak attack damage. Okay. Um, and then you can use like cunning uncanny dodge to reduce damage like a barbarian might. I want to back it up. Does the knight get anything to prevent opportunity attacks? No. Okay. Because for me, that's the funnest part of a knight in chess is that you can like hop over other Right, right. And things. it also okay. gets the jump spell basically. Oh, it gets a jump. Crazy. Okay, perfect. Um <laughs> I just need to make sure it could hop. <laughs> um yeah it can turn its dash actions into basically the jump spell if it wants to okay and with cunning action it can dash twice to jump that so okay. it can just leap yeah with the knight uh, you could probably do something pretty good with uh getting into flanking position real fast because they got right, that right. l shape yeah to them so you get up and around up and behind enemies and everything and you got flank right there yeah. Um, and then Bishop is um, a sampler of the spells from like, you get access to like a cantrip from the wizard, cleric, and druid list, but just one. Okay. And I then like later that. on, you can add your sneak attack to the cantrip as long as it's still I was the, can the thing. just going to ask that. Does it have to be a ranged spell attack or can it be a saving throw spell? It can be a saving throw, throw, but if they pass the saving throw, they don't take the sneak attack. Right. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. That's neat. Like so yeah, that. I, I've been having a lot of fun with that one. Um, I want to start playtesting it because certain abilities do seem like they might be a bit strong, but I won't know that until I actually have mm -hmm. someone try it out. Yeah, that's the thing. And and that's that's my big thing with one D and D that people are like, this sucks, and I'm like, it's been two weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It also you, is you play test. If you, you play and it sucks, tell them. Yeah, yeah they literally have a thing. Have. They have a thing that's like, 
hey, and when this is done, we're going to ask you what you think. And no one ever does it. The participation in those surveys is dick. Yeah, and no, like, I, I, I'm pretty determined to actually, because I, I am one yeah. of the kind of people to be like, oh, I don't like this at all, and then not do anything about yeah. it. So like when this came out and everything, I'm like, there is stuff about this I don't like. I'm going to make sure they know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna write them a strongly fine. worded letter. Yeah, I don't go through the survey. I I go like backhanded and be like, hey, um, I just yeah. wanted to say when D D sucks. To, to whom it may concern at Wizards of the Coast, I don't like this. Jail. Don't do <laughs> virtual. I wanna be with my friends. Yeah. Everybody should critically hit or whatever. I forget the actual rule. Yeah, that you know, DMs can't crit. Well, I mean, I, we can get into that. That's a whole other topic yeah, that I yeah, that's, am yeah, very yeah. passionate about. And I'm like, you are the babies who made this happen. Um, <laughs> because, okay, because every meme about a DM from the DM's perspective is I am babysitting wayward children. That's every meme that a DM makes from the DM perspective and every DM meme made from the player perspective is my DM is a dominatrix who is cruel and mean and will spank my little bottom and make me hurt and cry. That is and true with my DM though. I And sure. And maybe it is, and, <laughs> I'm just but, saying that because like, Adam's if I my was, DM. If I was trying to balance D&D, if I was someone who made D&D and I saw all of these memes, I'd be like, oh, People think that DMs, the, are, yeah, too DMs mean. are mean. There's an antagonistic relationship between the, the DM and the player. I will take away some power from the DM and I will give more power to the players. GameStop. Um, <laughs> but I think what they miss is that uh, one, those are just negative people who like to complain or two, um, they like having their their dommy DM who spins <laughs> their little butt. Their bareback um if they have a big old belly and a big old white beard kind of thing yeah Um, yeah so i i think that's the feedback they'll get but i'm also like no i see so many toxic dm memes that are like my dm is evil and wants to destroy me and make me cry and i'm like yeah so like that's why they nerfed the dm guys that's yeah, why because you can see like yeah. my DMs too mean, and they're like, we'll make them weaker. What? No. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's just gonna cause a bunch of problems with people who are because they say, hey, the rules are whatever you want, where the DM goes, Oh no, I still am that strong. Yeah, and, and then it and then it feels twice as mean. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it feels meaner. Well, that works out for the people who want to be spanked. Is yeah, that they're like, my DM's even meaner. <laughs> he still does critical hits on oh, spells. There will definitely be a meme where it's like, yeah, it says I'm not allowed, but my DM still does critical hits on. Yeah, it's annoying. It's memes, wonderful memes. And memes, they're almost like the superheroes of the <laughs> RPG world. Oh my god, you are so good at those roundabout I, segues. Yeah, the segue was invented in 1998, and the inventor of the segue died riding one off a cliff. Yeah, we've yeah, talked, we talked about, about that it so, often. so much. That's like one of our running. We say it like every. Time. Well, it's not a running joke; it's a riding joke, <laughs> <laughs> or a falling joke. That's and, a human uh, being who's no longer alive. Uh, he probably had a family who cared about him. Well, he shouldn't have been showboating. Oh, my <laughs> Segway can stop on a dime. Watch. 
Yeah, well, it can't stop on a cliff, and that's the problem. Uh, and what better way to end it than on murder? Thank you for joining. Not murder. It's not murder. Death. It's accidental death. No, somebody sabotaged his, his segue. Yeah, it, it was should murder. have stopped on a dime. It should yeah. have stopped on a dime. He was right. Somebody loosened the brakes. Yeah, oh. they they knew they knew his pride would not. Did listen. this just become a true crime podcast? Oh. Are they gonna like? We're just gonna harass the shit out of this dude's family and be like, "Did someone sabotage it?" And they're like, "We're just we're trying to move on. It's been twenty years, and we're like, no, but it's important for us white people on the internet. Two white boys on the internet. We're confused. <laughs> we're gonna put low music over all of it, and we're gonna just we're drag gonna straddle all the a weird up. line of liking the police because they catch the criminals, and also they ruin stuff." like in yeah. the actual thing it's like it's what, so what what's our take like it just sort of seems like we're doing this to make it about us when we have nothing to do with it man i love true crime i <laughs> i do though it's so good it is it's so good and the whole time I it's why i love american vandal on netflix shout out oh, to that. Oh, I'm not, gonna I plug love that funny. Show. not plugging myself i'm gonna plug american vandal don't plug to lock the barbarian my youtube channel uh, uh which is actually, actually i think it's barbarian yeah so just wanted to make sure you knew uh, yeah he where was, i make your favorite fictional characters in dungeons and dragons or yeah. my twitch twitch.tv slash to the barbarian where i stream elden ring um and i build your favorite fictional characters in elden ring don't plug any of that yeah no or my twitter at to lock the um i want to plug american vandal on netflix yeah i i don't want to plug any of your stuff no. so yeah we're not giving you a chance to do that at any point yeah i think we're good or yeah the morier videos specifically which are in their own playlist and you can get on my patreon for five dollars a month yeah, you won't get here. you won't get a chance to talk along about with it. every character sheet for the building character episodes, which totals to over like four hundred character sheets. If you need them from level one to twenty for a one shot, I don't want to plug that, so I won't. Good. Nope. No. no. <laughs> We're gonna end it there. Bye, everybody. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. Bye. Uh, um, if you want to talk to us, uh, as it were. Instead of Phil, yeah, you can we're do that gonna at our plug email. ourselves right now and not give him a chance. Good, 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 um, good, good, good. Um, at no, I just started doing our, our social media. The atomic, the atomic email. email at gmail.com or um, perhaps one of our social media accounts like um, our Instagram, Atomic Android 2020, or our Twitter at Atomic Androids. Um, so yeah, get there. Um, uh, the, the Phil to Tulak, um, another Phil third Tulak. name. Um, it was it was great having you here. Very um, fun. Great to be here. <laughs> yeah. Um, you were good luck titling the episode. I, uh, I have <laughs> I have no idea sure. what we're um, we're gonna put for the title of this episode. We might just put Kingdom Hearts because that's funny. <laughs> I don't think <laughs> I do that. Um, oh. but uh. Yeah, we, like world building with ADHD. <laughs> people will at least know what they're in for. World building question mark, maybe. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, it, it, it was great having you. Uh, it was great for be being here. here. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Oh.
That's I think that'll cool. be easier. I was going to give you my notes and have you just repeat what I said. But. Yeah, and this will just record all of this. Yeah. yeah. Instead of me having to just do your voice, which I don't know if I could do. That's not that hard. <laughs> Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 